This is Ozarks at Large. For most of its existence, the nonprofit MTB Afghanistan has promoted cycling and mountain biking in Afghanistan, both for Afghanis, especially women, and for tourists who might be unaware of the cycling opportunities available in the mountains of that country. When the Taliban took control of the country earlier this year, that mission changed. Now, Fareed Nouri with MTB Afghanistan is working with local cyclists, foundations, and Canopy NWA to relocate women cyclists from Afghanistan. As of last month, about $145,000 had been raised toward the effort. Last week, we reached Fareed Nouri and asked him about MTB Afghanistan. He says the group has existed for about three years. And works in Afghanistan to use the bike as a way to empower young Afghans through riding and competing uh, on mountain bikes, as well as connecting people across cultures for their shared love of cycling. So uh, that's the mission. Uh, what we do is basically uh, grow the sport of cycling at the grassroots level, uh, supporting cyclists, building uh, trail infrastructure, and um, encouraging tourism, uh, supporting cyclists to their uh, competition aspirations, um, as well as, um, you know, locally, um, yeah, just all things great with cycling and also um, bringing Afghanistan's mountains to the world, uh, introducing it through cycling, because um, that fact about Afghanistan, its geography is still unknown. And uh, for obvious reasons, obviously, uh, the media hasn't really focused on that. Uh, so one of our go goals is to, um, you know, use media, but also, you know, hopefully, at least before the, the country collapsed, uh, was to get people to come to experience those mountains. Uh, yeah, let's touch on that just a little bit, because, of course, we have Ozark Mountains, which my friends who live in the Rockies say, well, you don't really have mountains. <laughs> Not like ours. I'm how, how would you describe the mountains of Afghanistan? Yeah, so the mountains of Afghanistan are an extension of the Himalayas. Uh, they come from the northeast uh, section from um, Chitral, which is um, where K2 is. Um, I, I think from the peaks in Afghanistan, you can see K2. And then they kind of fizzle out as you go through southern Afghanistan. We still have a lot of high peaks. Our tallest peak is 24,580 feet. And, um, uh, you know, it, it's a they're very rocky. Um, northeastern Afghanistan has more uh, coniferous forests. Uh, the rest of them are more rocky and barren, uh, similar to, you know, Arizona or Salt Lake City. Um, yeah, there's a huge variety of mountain landscape, but pretty much 80% of the country is mountainous. People live uh, at altitudes above uh 6,000, I believe 80% of the population. And um, so high plains surrounded by mountains, uh, very rural. Uh, you know, when people think about Afghanistan, they immediately think of Kabul because that's where most of the uh, political, economic, uh, social action have been happening. But uh, most of Afghans still in rural areas uh, in these mountains that I was just describing. As you alluded to, of course, Afghanistan has been in the news for other reasons than mountain biking over the last uh, several months or so. What has the, the the Taliban takeover, what has that meant for MTB Afghanistan? Yeah, well, first of all, um, 
every year we organize the Hindu Kush mountain bike challenge, which we started three years ago as Afghanistan's first ever cross-country mountain bike race in an effort to introduce the sport, to bring community together. And every year it had been growing. And obviously we had the plans to organize that for a fourth year uh, this year. We're obviously not doing that. Um, all our programs that we wanted to continue uh, is on hold right now, mainly because the people that uh, was a part of our program are leaving the country and we're helping them evacuate. So we don't have any programs uh, in the near future. Uh, we It's a very uncertain environment. Um, the people that we helped feel threatened. So we are basically... There's no room for us to work in Afghanistan anymore. Um, I'm hoping that that will change going forward. You mentioned evacuations helping with that. How how is that working, and and what does that mean on your end? Yeah, we are helping evacuate around forty five cyclists uh, and their families. Uh, one group is mostly female with whom we wanted to partner. Uh, it was going to be Afghanistan's first uh, female-owned cycling club. Uh, some members were a member of the Afghan national women's team and uh, they needed equipment and our organization was partnering with them to send equipment from the United States, mainly bikes, which were really scarce in Afghanistan. There's no distribu distributors um, and people find really uh, poor equipment through uh, you know, imported secondhand bikes uh, that are not fit for uh, the level of riding that they wanted to do. So we wanted to help them from here. And, um, you know, it was an active project. We were sourcing the bikes, uh, planning to send them. And then things obviously fell apart in Afghanistan and the mission changed into evacuation. So originally we were helping with that group and now we're also trying to evacuate about 17 people who have been beneficiaries of our own program. Uh, some of the individuals have been able to come to the US um, on the evacuation flights and uh, they're in camps and we're in contact with them to help them resettle in the United States. We're moving the rest of the group to a third country before their U.S. visa could be processed. Do you hope that some of these cyclists can relocate to Northwest Arkansas? Absolutely. I, uh, it's, it's the best place to be. Um, there's obviously the cycling is incredible. And then um, there's a lot of economic activity. I think that they would have a much easier time getting started in the U.S. They're all of them are young people and they're very hardworking. And I think that they uh, could benefit from uh, resettling here, but also uh, benefit the, the region as well. Farid, I apologize. I don't know much about your history, your career. You're the founder of this cycling organization. Are you learning things about diplomacy or travel or things like that as this evacuation process goes? Yes, absolutely. Uh, this is not why we started Mountain Bike Afghanistan, obviously, um, and it wouldn't, it will not be what we will continue to do. I hope not. Um, Mountain Bike Afghanistan was started to promote play in Afghanistan. It's been a very 
difficult place to grow up as a young Afghan, uh, myself included, because, uh, you know, there's been a conflict for almost half a century. And um, in that conflict, there's not been a lot of opportunities. And I think that there's also a lot of trauma in war. And we wanted to just bring more joy and play. Uh, we have a beautiful country and we wanted to get people out to explore it, to have fun in it, to have a sense of normalcy. That's what Mountain Bike Afghanistan wants to do. Right now, we're focused on exactly what you're saying, diplomacy, trying to get these people, to uh, the cyclists to safety, uh, working with, uh, you know, resettling organizations, politicians, visa applications, lawyers. Um, I'm hoping uh, it is it is important work, uh, but uh, you know once we're um, successful with that, um, I I'm excited about jumping back to what we set out to do, and it's going to be really difficult to do exactly that under the Taliban regime. But um, yeah, it's a it's a long term goal, and we're we're excited to pursue it despite the challenges. Is there anything a listener who's hearing our conversation can do to help? Yeah, they can uh, support our evacuation effort. Uh, we're fundraising for the evacuation, uh, ongoing evacuation of the cyclists that I mentioned. They can go on MDB Afghanistan to help us meet our goal, which will be uh, all the funds will go to the Human Rights Foundation, who we have partnered with to evacuate the cyclists um, and 100% of the funds go for the evacuation. We're all volunteers. Uh, so that would be the first immediate help that we need. And um, apart from that, I think that uh, in general, just, I, th I think that the most impact would be locally, um, there's going to be more Afghan refugees resettling in Northwest Arkansas as part of the Afghan refugee wave that's coming to the U.S. And uh, yeah, just giving them a warm welcome. And I know that they're wonderful people already uh, who are really active in that area and um, just making them feel at home and getting involved with organizations like Canopy Northwest Arkansas um, would be tremendous. Finally, for many people, a bicycle can be something they receive for a birthday or Christmas when they're 10, or it can be transportation, or it can be a vehicle to catch air on a, on a trail. I'm wondering for you, what does a cycle represent? What can it represent? Yeah, I think the first one is uh, pure joy. Uh, I think everyone will, this will resonate with everyone who's who rides a bike, who remembers learning the first time how to pedal balancing it's just pure joy uh, and i that that's what it brings in my life and uh there's been you know i've been in the u.s by myself away from family as a student uh in the past 10 years and there's been a lot of difficult times uh not just this past august uh when the country fell to the taliban but even before that um you'd wake up a day and there's really terrible news from uh, an attack, uh, you know, either in my neighborhood or throughout the country. Um, dealing with uh, the emotional impact of that can be really difficult. And in, in those times specifically, the bike has meant so much to me. I, I 
literally ride it intentionally in those moments and it's just instant moment of gratification finding solace and 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 peace um that's what it has done to me and i think that that is deeply tied with the joy that it brings uh the other meaning that bike has and can have a huge impact uh in a place like afghanistan is that it's an expression for freedom you ride your bike uh you're in total control you can go wherever you want and um uh, in afghanistan people in general cannot go wherever they want uh because of the conflicts in the past um as in general uh afghans have been living in excluded pockets for safety yet we have this incredible country that we're almost as strangers and we haven't had a chance to see and the bike can be the tool for that um and then there's uh most importantly for women um the fact that it can be a vehicle for expressing freedom is so impactful in breaking gender stereotypes and um you know achieving gender equality in the society um so from those angles the bike is is just a wonderful tool um but ultimately for anyone who rides a bike it's just pure joy Breed Nori is with MTB Afghanistan. He spoke with us last week by Zoom. More can be found at mtbafghanistan.org.